Welcome to the Front Court Sports Radio Hour. Good afternoon and welcome into the Front Port Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake, joined in the studio by Coach JD and Clayton the Claw. Fellas, how we doing? Have we recovered from the Alabama Vanderbilt game we went to the other night? Yeah, well, I've, I've recovered from it. It was a fun trip. I enjoyed riding with you up there, Drake. We had a blast. Go, oh, we coming. We had we had a really nice time. I tell you, you know, but let me tell you something, folks. If you plan on going to a Vanderbilt basketball game at a seven thirty tip, at a seven thirty tip, you better leave the house about three hours. Yeah, if you live any distance from Vander from Memorial Gymnasium, you better leave about three hours early. It it was painstaking. It was painful. Think about that. Three hours to get there. We could drive to Tuscaloosa in under <laughs> three hours. I mean, you know. It's ridiculous. I mean, I live on the north side of Columbia. We left our house at 5.30, a little bit before 5.30. We did. And we rolled up the in there pretty much after tip-off. Yeah, and we were almost in, midway through the first. It was like 12 minutes or so. Yeah, the score was 19 to 13 when we walked what, in. So, you know, we're talking two and a half hours to get from North Columbia to Memorial Gymnasium Park. And in the gym and sitting down. And, and you know, God bless Vanderbilt. I, I, I've been going to the Vanderbilt games since I can remember a little bitty boy, uh, over 50 years. And I love the setting of Memorial Gymnasium. I think it's classic. I like the way it's set up. It's a little different, but it's, it's really pretty cool. I think it is. It and, uh, uh but you, you know, but, but, but make it, but going to that game the other night, I, I got to thinking about it, coach. After the next day after we got home on uh, on Wednesday, and I thought, you know, that game would have been a lot more fun if we just could have gotten in and out of there easier. But it, once we got in and sat down, it was a blast. We had a good oh, absolutely. Time. We watched a great game. We watched the tide roll, and yeah. we, were, we were happy about that. I, what I'm appalled about. I had Vanderbilt plus eight and lost. So. I'm appalled that the interstate was kind of shut down. We had to cut through. I was appalled that when you get into Davidson County secondary roads, which we had to take all the way in, I never seen no more potholes and bad asphalt in my life. Well, it's the, the Nashville, the Davidson County and city of Nashville, which pretty much Davidson County is the city of Nashville now. They need to address uh, their streets now. They're working on they're working on Eighth Avenue, which Eighth Avenue was which is Franklin road and then turns into eighth Avenue and leads into the roundabout, um, there, uh, just on the, I believe that is on the West side of Korean veterans Boulevard. That's where eighth Avenue runs in right there and then continues on across broad, obviously. Um, but eighth Avenue has been in shambles for years, years. Mm -hmm. And finally they, They're attempting to address that, coach, as we saw last uh, Tuesday, Tuesday night. night. Yeah, that's amazing. So, I, you know, what I say is that all this, all this tourist money and uh, tax money and sales tax money within on Broadway and the hotels and everything else. 
put it into the streets, <laughs> smooth the streets out, so at least the citizens of Davidson County don't have to get new shocks every eighteen months. Their tires realigned if they get if they have to have them realigned or whatever the deal is, and it's it's just doesn't batter your car and truck to death uh, everywhere you go in in Nashville. So, you know, and that's that's people that vote those city council members in. They need to be talking to their city council members about that. But anyway, uh, we had a good time. Um, and uh, Brandon Miller showed out. Brandon Miller did Hope show out. And I heard that one was it one of you all that said they haven't even practiced since they really haven't had a, an official practice since the shooting down in Tuscaloosa over the weekend. That is correct. They, they did a walkthrough up at Vanderbilt, which was really the only thing they did between their game Saturday and their game Tuesday night. Well, it's um, – They look they, good. Then they couldn't land the plane in Tuscaloosa. Yeah, they had to take a bus but back my- to Tuscaloosa because uh, of fog. And there's a picture, Drake, I sent it to you earlier, of athletic director Greg Byrne and head coach Nate Oates at the Athens exit down in uh, – Yeah, they were at Buc- they were they're at Bucky's. Bucky's. Uh-huh. Bucky's. Bucky's. Yeah. The, the, the giant mega – Travel stop Bucky's. Uh, I've been to the one in Calhoun, Georgia, on the way to Atlanta. Is it is it worth all the hype you hear? About? You know, it's just gigantic. Okay. It is. I, I, I mean, stopped damn it. it now I've never gone to the bathroom. They then they I have. They they say the cleanest bathroom is. in the country as far as I hear. They got good brisket too. Yeah, they got they got all kinds of. St- I mean, they get listen. They got all kinds of stuff in that place. I mean, it's it hold really, it hold it's about, really hard to fathom how much stuff they got in. It hold about five thousand people. Wow, it's the youngest. I bet they got four, probably a thousand gas pumps. A fat well, yeah, I guarantee you, it's close to it down there. <laughs> it's a lot. Well, I, not, I, I, we stopped I mean, in Athens a couple times. We went down Alabama games back back in the fall. We stopped in there, and uh, it's it's. Uh, it's amazing, and, and what's good about it, they got people checking you out like time warp. I mean, you don't stand in line but a second. Bam, right, bam, right, bam, right, bam. Right, right, right. So it's, it's they not, got it down pat. It's not twelve kiosks or twelve registers, and and two of them are open. Right. You know what I mean? They, they're so, two and three deep at every register. Um, NFL division games uh, are this weekend. The AFC divisional round. The Jaguars. At ten and eight now, travel to the number one seeded Chiefs that are fourteen and three. The Chiefs are eight and a half point favorites with an over under of fifty three. Um, the other AFC division game is the Bengals and the Bills, uh, and that will be in Buffalo. And the Bills are favored by five by five and a half with an over under forty eight and a half. Uh, the NFC division, which you know, I've heard people talk a little bit about this. They they expect this to be a good game. The Giants go to the number one seeded Eagles, and if Jalen Hurts doesn't play a little better than he has in the last couple of games, and I'm not laying it all at Jalen's feet, but he could play better than he has the last couple of games. Agreed. He's healthy and, now, though. I'm even cleared of everything, so okay. he's healthy. All right. Well, maybe that'll make a big difference. Mm-hmm. So uh, the Giants are at the Eagles. The Eagles are seven half point favorite. And the Dallas Cowboys uh, are traveling to the 49ers, which will probably be the premier game. Did you all know that the Dallas game on Monday night was the largest viewed 
non Super Bowl game by ESPN. Wow. Wow. 31 over 31 million viewers. That's a lot of people. Yeah. That's Dallas and the Tom Brady combination. And is Tom and is Tom Brady done? Nah. I don't think so. He's not going to go out with a losing season. Well, people, you know, his last pass was what? A touchdown. Julio Jones. There you go. Julio Jones cut his last pass for a touchdown. That's his last catch, I think. He's not going to live with 8 and 10. I don't believe he will. So, you know. Um, Let's see what else is going on. Who's favoring that game? Uh, The 49ers by four points with an over-under 46. And Dallas has signed Tristan Viscaino. Kicker. You know who he is, kicker. You know why? Dude missed four extra points. Mayor or Mahir or however you pronounce it, missed four extra points. How do you miss four damn extra points? Taking the under? Buddy of mine, hey, buddy of mine had, had, had a little bit on the over 45 and a half. <laughs> and uh those four points uh yeah and dallas won 31 14 it hit 45 Mm-mm-mm. and he dropped a couple of dollars on the over and did missed it by four extra four missed extra points wow i hope his tv still works <laughs> <laughs> because i probably would have put a shoe or the dog or do you My fist through the front of that TV. One set. of us three could line up and hit one out of four. I think Bill Maher could have hit one of four. Uh, the Bill Maher, right? Bill yeah, Maher. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean. Uh, so they have signed Tristan Viscaino just in case. And I, the, the article said just in case. I said just in case of what? I mean, you know, the guy. If he goes out and misses his first one on Sunday. They're they going to send him in? Maybe. Keep a backup it's kicker it's on your roster. Obviously, it's a mental thing. Sure, it is. It's, After you it, missed the first one and the second one, it's real mental. It's all in your head. Uh, so that's that's what's going on this weekend, and that's going to be that. There's two games on Saturday, uh, and then there's two games on Sunday. The Bucks fired um, Byron Leftwich. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, and no weather. I mean, was he, is he the problem at Tampa Bay? I, I don't mean, know if he's the problem. I, I think not having uh, – what's his name there? Uh, Bruce Arians. Uh, you know, not that he called the offense, but he had a lot of say in the offense. Well, him, him not being there, I think, was a huge role in how bad the offense was at times. When you got Tom Brady, why do you waste money on quarterback coach? He's offense coordinator. He's the one calling the plays. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. Yeah, I guess, and, and you know, no matter how good the quarterbacks are, they have offensive coordinators are going to call the plays that have right set list of plays that they've you know scripted out, and and they're going to call them no matter right who you are, right? So, yeah, um, and like I said, the the Magic Eight Ball said all the dogs and all the unders going in the weekend. Four the dogs went four and two, right? Um, now the unders not so much, yeah. but the dogs went four and two against the spread in the opening round of the players, despite many of the teams facing long odds with inexperienced quarterbacks. It's like the Ravens with Huntley and the Dolphins with Skylar Thompson. Um, but they covered. <laughs> the Ravens covered. Even with the inexperienced quarterbacks, the Ravens, the Ravens covered the seven and a half. And uh, Skylar Thompson for the Dolphins covered the 14. They only lost by three. While the Giants and the Jaguars were able to pull off upsets and advance, um, so, but it, but this article says good luck 
if you're taking the underdog approach this weekend, um, the let me see here. Now we're down to eight teams. The four favorites have each won at least thirteen games and have combined for a record of fifty-four and thirteen for the thirteen favorites this weekend. Um, and there aren't any. The according to this article, there aren't any vulnerable favorites. So there's not. So you know. You get into the division playoff games, don't expect the underdogs to cover, is what is what this article is saying. So, um, in other words, lay the points off, especially when you have somebody like Brock Purdy running around out there. And Brock Purdy, uh, Mr. Irrelevant, which means that Brock Purdy was the very last player chosen in the NFL draft. Okay? And um, – he gets labeled Mr. Irrelevant. I don't know whether he gets a trophy or whatever the deal is. But he is he's set a record. He's the lowest drafted rookie to start a football game and win a football game at the quarterback position. Where did he play college ball? Iowa State. Okay, that's right. And uh now he's three games from getting to the Super Bowl as a rookie and as Mr. Irrelevant. Mr. Irrelevant. No rookie quarterback has ever done that, has ever gotten to the Super Bowl. Okay? Uh, they played Dallas at 530 on Sunday. And they're playing at home. And he is a phenom in San Francisco. They love him out there. Um, however, there have been four rookies that have reached – the conference championship round, and let me see here. Mark Sanchez for the New York Jets did it uh, when he had more interceptions and touchdowns that year. Um, Joe Flacco for Baltimore in 2008 also did that. Ben Roethlisberger was a rookie in 2004 and reached the conference championship. And Sean King. For the Tampa Bay Bucks in 1999, also reached uh, the conference championship. Now, whether they won it or not, it, it, the article did not say. Sean King was a rookie that year out of Tulane. Right. Tulane had gone undefeated in 1998 with head coach Tommy Bowden. See, there's your there's your there's your steel trap sports mind working at you know churning right there. And, You're right. You're and, exactly right. And you know who Sean King's quarterback coach was at Tampa. I have no idea. One Mike Shula. Really? Yes. And shortly after, he took the University he of took, Alabama he, job that's in right. 2003. He, abso- he absolutely did. He absolutely did. Yeah, Tulane was undefeated the year Tennessee won the national championship. But, yeah, they, they obviously weren't in the Fiesta Bowl. They put a one-loss Florida State team in there. Yeah. Well, anyway, uh, so the folks in San Francisco um, – are just tickled to death after the quarterback carousel that they've been dealing with out there. Uh, and just so happened uh, uh, some injuries landed them Brock Purdy, and they're in love with this guy. You know, so. All right, the music's coming on. That means we're going to take a quick break. Uh, give us two and a half minutes. We're going to come back and uh, talk some basketball and some other fun stuff. This is the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. We'll be right back. Comes with a basket full of chicken and a big cold jug of sweet tea. I make a little room and she climbs on up. 
Open up a throttle and stir a little dust Just look at her face She ain't a fool of me She thinks my tractor's sexy Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole bar. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. So you had an accident. Now what? Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Rams Body Shop. You can count on us to repair all makes and models. Our certified techs will take care of everything from frame damage inspection to bump out or replacement with OEM parts. We've got the expertise to make your vehicle better than new and get you back on the road in no time. Plus, our collision work is guaranteed for the life of your car. Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Rams Body Shop to the rescue. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, you can count on us. A game without a crowd is just a scrimmage. A performance without an audience is just a rehearsal. Without your presence, high school sports and the performing arts aren't possible. Ensure that these essential extracurricular activities continue to enrich the lives of students in Tennessee. Purchase a ticket to your local high school's game or performance. This message presented by the TSSAA and the Tennessee Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Are you new to Murray County? We want to welcome you and your family. We are a local residential garbage service, and we want to be your garbage man. We've been around for over 30 years, so we have a reputation. Check us out at garbagemaninc.com or call Mike at 931-540-0919. You could also ask your neighbor. 931-540-0919. Hi, this is Felicia Brown. At First Farmers, we believe home is where your family grows. If home ownership has always been your dream, our mortgage team can help you identify the financial tools needed to make your dream a reality. Ready to get started? Apply online at myfirstfarmers.com or call to speak with our team at 931-388-3145. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233.
Welcome back into the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake, joined here in the studio by Coach D. JD. What about that comeback music right there? Oh, man. We had Clayton over here doing some kind of dance over in the corner of the studio. Travis Tritt, he can get out. He can. I tell you what, and and we're also joined here by Clayton the Claw Harris running the boards for us and giving his uh, expertise insight into sports uh, with his photogenic sports memory mind. Um, It's just a home run a while ago. But I tell you what, we. We went down to the Hollywood Casino one time, and uh, we were checking in on Sunday night. We're going to stay a Sunday and Monday night. Was that Hollywood, California, or Hollywood, Tennessee? It's Hollywood, Mississippi. Oh, Hollywood, Mississippi. Ca- Hollywood okay. Casino down there in Tunica, and they you can pull up kind of. But there's a parking lot there on a big parking lot on the side of the casino, on, and we pulled down the sidewalk to get our bags out and unload. And they're out from out. The side door comes Travis Tritt wow. and a big, tall redhead <laughs> and a big, tall blonde. And Travis has got his arms around both of them. And it's about, oh, it's about 11, between 11 and 12 on Sunday morning. And they jump in the back of this big, long, white Lincoln Continental limousine. Mm. <laughs> and uh, I asked around, and Travis had put on a show the night before. So, obviously, that's why he was still at the – Still at the casino the next day, but uh, it looks like they were having a pretty big time. Uh, okay, so football season, for the most part, college anyway, and high school are done. But everybody in the in the college football world loves to look forward to where their uh, favorite college player is going to be drafted. And also you have NFL uh, fans, Titans fans, whoever, <clears throat> excuse me, whoever you're a fan of, you're interested in seeing where they're going to pick, where they're picking, and who they are picking in the NFL draft. Um, and this is kind of a mock draft that I was I was reading over some articles about mock drafts, and, and a mock draft is just where some guys that have pretty good knowledge of drafting the NFL draft and where teams are going to draft where they're guessing who they're going to take and what's going to happen uh, when it when it becomes time there at the end of April for the NFL draft, <clears throat> and he says that the number one number one pick is going to be by the Indianapolis Colts, and they're going to take they're going to in a trading a pick from Chicago, and they're going to take a quarterback. The Colts are this guy says interesting. Will Levis out of Kentucky. I don't get it. I don't buy it. There ain't no I'm way. telling you. I mean, that is just crazy. I'm just telling that, you. That's about, that's about as sane as drafting Malik Willis well, in the third round. Now, this guy says I'm not. he's not sold on Levis. Is it Levis or Lee? It's, it's Levis, Levis, right? It's Levis. It's okay. Levis. But it won't surprise me if a team like the Colts fall in love with his physical tools, toughness, and potential looking past the flaws and inconsistencies inconsistencies in his play. Uh the number 2 pick is that is the Texas Houston uh Texas is the Houston Texans, excuse my dyslexia. Uh and it's a quarterback. Bryce. Yeah, Bryce Young. I'd take Bryce over Levis any day of the week. I'm just any no, day of the week. Let me give you this these stats here, okay? Levis's 2022 season. 
2,406 yards, 71st. 71st at all quarterbacks. Uh, TDs tied for number 50th, all the quarterbacks. Interceptions, 91st, tied 91st. Quarterback QBR rating for the 2002 season, 59.9%. And he's going to be a first-round draft. That's what that, now that's what this guy says. And maybe, you know, sometimes they write these articles to shock the world, right? Sometimes they like the world to, to grab attention to themselves. So just take this all with a grain of salt. So Bryce Young, is this guy projects him to go – uh, number two pick uh, to the Houston Texans. Number three is the Arizona Cardinals picking, and they are projected, this guy projects them to take Will Anderson, the edge rusher from, as an edge rusher from the University of Alabama. Um, uh, so, you know, there you have two out of the, according to this guy, two out of the top three are going to be University of Alabama players. Chicago Bears, once they trade trade the pick up for Indianapolis for them to get Levis, move to the number four pick, and they're going to pick defensive lineman out of uh, Georgia, Jalen Carter. Now, who was, who was the kid that got killed in the car wreck? What was his name from Georgia? Do you all, do you all know off the top of your head what, who he was? Number 77? I believe it was 77. But anyway – uh, that was a tragic, just awful incident after, um, right after they had won the national championship. Um, in that, and uh, traveling at a high rate of speed was uh, what the state troopers said was the cause. And, and he wasn't even the one driving. Um, it was Devin Willock. Okay. Uh, and it was him and a staff member was killed early Sunday morning in Athens. Mm, that is just absolutely horrible. Uh, the number five pick goes to Carolina Panthers uh, by way from Denver by way of Seattle, and they are projected to take Ohio State quarterback C.J. Stroud, Carolina Panthers. So what we're having here is a huge quarterback class. It, it, look, it looks like – it looks – yeah. I mean it's, – It's been – you know, last year it was not that way. No. No, not at all. Um, the Detroit Lions get the sixth pick, and they're looking at defensive line and Brian uh, Breesy, I believe that's the way you pronounce that. Clemson, yeah, big, uh, big, big defensive lineman from yeah. Clemson. Uh, and number seven pick, it looks like the Las, Ra- Las Vegas Raiders are going to fall to that pick or, or come in at that pick, and they're looking at a quarterback, AR fifteen, <clears throat> Anthony it, it, Richardson, ins- insanity. Anthony Richardson. Now, now, whether this guy is just writing this article just to just no, to blow I've, everybody's I've mind, heard, I've heard that. I have I, mean, I have a friend that's a Florida fan. Uh, we talked about that, and he said, "Man, they got projections of him going in the first round." He's another Joe Milton, Nothing Jamarcus to, Jamarcus Russell. Yeah, yeah. Are you with? Got got a cannon, but as far as touch accuracy. Give me a break. Did did Jamarcus, Jamarcus Russell go to the Raiders? He did. <laughs> I'm just saying. He did. Yes, he did. You know, it seems to me, it, it just seems to me that there are a lot of terrific backup quarterbacks in the NFL. I mean, uh, there's what, Chase Daniels is still out there. I mean, there's some good quality quarterbacks that already know the system. And whether, and I, but I just I don't understand why the, some of these NFL teams that are desperate to get quarterbacks aren't kind of looking to trade and maybe talk to some of these 
some of these guys, some of these teams that have terrific backup quarterbacks. I mean, look at Tom Brady and Garoppolo at New England for all those years. And Garoppolo isn't he's when he's healthy and you know has his head screwed on straight is a decent quarterback. Oh, I think he's one of the top free agent quarterbacks that's going to hit the market in twenty three that teams are going to go after. But it seems to me that you could you could go with a backup, good quality backup from another team and look to trade him. And instead of using your first round pick for a developmental of a young quarterback, you know, you go for a big defensive lineman, a great offensive lineman, somebody that you know is going to pay off and help your team immediately as soon as you get them through training camp and get them, and get them ready to go. And I, all these seasoned backups you're talking about, guess what? They got a ton of experience. They they got the knowledge of the speed of NFL. These new recruits coming in, you know, it's a different. Now gear. later on, lower down yeah. the draft, if you have a if you have your eye on a quarterback that that's a good quality quarterback, you know, you bring him in fourth or fifth, sixth round, and then you get you you put him under the tutelage of of uh, uh, of the backup and and kind of bring him up bring him up to up to par. Right. I, I just I, I don't know. With, I agree with you. The Atlanta Falcons uh, from Texas Tech are going to uh, are project to take Tyree Wilson from from Texas Tech, the edge rusher. Uh, the Seattle Seahawks a looking for another another edge rusher in Clemson's Miles Murphy, uh, and the Houston Texans have the tenth pick. I guess the Texans are giving out getting these picks from the Browns, aren't they? Yeah. they yes, right when they when they traded for uh, Deshaun Watson. Um, uh, they're looking for wide receiver TCU wide receiver Quentin Johnson, uh, who did not show up in the championship game. And number eleven, the Tennessee Titans are looking for an offensive tackle, uh, Paris Johnson out of Ohio State. Are they, are they about ready? Are they about ready to cut ties with Taylor? Well, absolutely. Is it about time just to go, just to move the hell on? It is. Yeah, and he, be done. With. He's got a glass jaw now. And he, I mean, he gets he gets hurt. Pretty regularly, especially, um, you know, he, I think he got concussed again this year. So it's time to move on. And the Titans just hired a new GM, by the way. I mm-hmm. guess we should mention that since oh, yeah. we're a sports show. Yeah. Who was in his during his playing days was a running back for the Colts. Yeah, just very briefly though, it wasn't very long. But he's but he's been working with NFL teams within the administrations of the NFL teams for. Since he since he got out of football, yeah, he was with the St. Louis Rams, who then became the Los Angeles Rams, and then he became a 49er. There's some speculation that maybe Jeff Fisher helped uh, the owner Amy Adams shrunk uh, with leading her towards. Is that right? Towards Rand Carthon, I think is his name. Okay, at the um, number twelve pick, the Philadelphia Eagles look to take Penn State quarterback corner cornerback. Joey Porter Jr., which there are never enough good quarter cornerbacks or defensive backs in the in the NFL draft. The Titans, you know, you'd think they could get – I mean, it, hasn't that been their weakness? It hasn't, hasn't passed defense. Last 20 years. So, you know what? Go get top quality 
college defensive backs. Was because, it Renardo because, because Hill? Let me tell you, Renardo Hill they had for years that just I mean, got burnt year after year. I mean, where's a Dory Jackson they were so high? Oh, about? Yeah. You know, they, they, they're, getting, they're getting these kids out of the West, out of Oregon, UCLA, USC. Lee, get your get your players from the SEC. I, I, I'm get your admit, players from from the from the Big Ten. I, I mean, I, that's I'm going to probably say something controversial that a lot of people aren't going to like. But I'm telling you right now, and I, I I think this could be very factual because of what he did on special teams as well. Pac-Man Jones may have been the best corner they have drafted in the past thirty years. Oh, absolutely. He was just a nut job. He, he was a nut job, but he was good. Oh, absolutely. He was good. He was good. He talked to talk and could walk the walk. That's correct. But to think now that for some reason we keep go- the Titans keep going out west and plucking players from a conference that plays no defense. Correct. And they get defensive players is ludicrous and ridiculous. And A.B. Adam Strunk, if you're listening, you can call the station down here and I'll tell you about it because it's ridiculous for you all to keep – Keep drafting players out of a conference that does defensive players out of a conference that doesn't play defense. Agreed. What happened to the kid they drafted? Harold Landry the third's hurt. You know the kid they drafted UCLA that was was hurt was questioned about even playing NFL. Uh, Farley, Caleb Farley. Yeah, you know he's hurt with he's hurt with the same injury that he 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 got in college. Now he's got the same injury in the NFL. And that and that draft that pick right there was a wash. That was one of the, one of the nails, one of the nails in John Robinson's coffin. He got greedy. He thought he could pull off another Jeffrey Simmons move. He was very fortunate that worked that worked out. out. That, that worked out for him big time. Um, and I don't know. I mean, Kevin Byard. I think it paid off. I think Kevin Byard has been a pretty good safety. Yeah, but he can't do it all himself. That's right. He has no help back there. I mean, of course, you've got the Fulton guy out of uh, out of LSU. He hasn't really panned out to be a lockdown type right. type corner uh, defensive back. Seattle Seahawks uh, look to take Notre Dame tight end Michael Mayer, who's a big strong tight end. I tell you, the tight end I want is that Bowers kid. I, mean, uh, I, don't, I don't get he's, still, he's got another year. Does he really? Yeah. That's, that, that dude is bad at the bone. I'm he's just a sophomore this year. Yeah. Well, anyway, they're licking their chops uh, with, with that guy. The Green Bay Packers are looking to take defensive back Brian Branch. Is that Deion Branch's son? No, but he's from Alabama. It's not Deion Branch's son. Okay, it's not. Okay, oh, I thought it might be. Uh, the Washington Commanders are looking to take cornerback Cam Smith out of South Carolina. South Carolina. Oh you know, man, putting out that, some first round picks. Well, that's you the know. Gamecocks, right? Yeah, that's yeah. That he he, uh, Mister uh, Cam Smith was a cock for sure. Wow. Yeah, he's a Gamecock, and uh, so the Washington Commanders look to take him. Uh, and what pick is that? That's the sixteenth pick for for the Washington Command. <laughs> oh, that's there a Gamecock. There he is. There's that cock raising his old ugly head. <laughs> <laughs> He broke some hearts this year, didn't he? Yes, he did. Pittsburgh Steelers look to take cornerback Kaylee Ringo out of Georgia. Um, and we're going to round out 20, and then we'll be getting done with it. The Detroit Lions look for cornerback again, Christian Gonzalez. It just shows you how important good cornerbacks are in this league. I've, I've, I've just named off about seven in the last, and we're at pick 18. So – well, and you got to remember too. A lot of this stuff could change based on who signs who in free agency. Oh yeah, Tom Brady could end up in Las Vegas. So will they spend yeah. a first round pick on a quarterback? Um, 
you just <laughs> you also just mentioned uh, who who was who was the uh, last uh, pro. Uh, Bailey Ringo? No, the, the team before that. Detroit. Green Bay Packers. The no. Packers. Okay, so Aaron Rodgers, what's he going to do? Is he going to come back? Will they be in the quarterback market? Or are they going Is Love going to be the guy up there? Like, I, I think there's still a lot of dominoes that are going to fall into place before sure. We, we, sure. we get a picture of it. And, and I guess this article I'm reading from, if, if everything remains the same, right? That's kind of what he's, what he's, right. going, he's going on. Um, the number 19th big is Kansas City Chiefs. And they look to take USC wide receiver Jordan Addison. Uh, and number 20, the New England Patriots look to take Georgia's offensive tackle, Broderick Jones. And he's a stud. That, that dude's a great big old dude. So, um, And let's see. Jay, number 21, the Chargers look to take Jalen Hyatt from University of Tennessee. So, you know, we'll see. We'll see what goes on. It's interesting to see where these kids are – these players are going to fall. We don't really know uh, as of yet. This is all just projections. But, um, you know, the Titans, they had their work cut out for them. There's a lot of question marks and holes to fill within the organization and on the team. So uh, they, they, better, they better be working. They better have already been working on it. <laughs> Got that right. right. Okay, this is the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I'm Drake with Coach JD, Clayton the Claw. We'll be back for the last segment. Uh, give us a couple of minutes. Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. And I'm Michael Parks Lawrence at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Together, we're Mr. Bobby Parks' grandsons, and we run his dealership, and we are glad to be part of our local community. Being family-owned and operated, we invest heavily in our community. We do things like sports teams, schools, bands, you name it. We try to help everybody we can. The reason why we do this is because we all love this community. So come do business with us, your neighbors, at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, right off Nashville Highway, or at ParksMotorSales.com. This is Dr. Dominic Mancini from the Dr. Gill Center. If your car was damaged in an auto accident, chances are you'd fix the car. Why wouldn't you give that same attention to yourself? Untreated whiplash injuries of the spinal column may lead to conditions such as headaches, numbness in the arms, neck and back pain. The doctors at the Dr. Gill Center specialize in detecting and treating such injuries from an auto accident. Accident consultations are free. Call me painfree.com or call 615-551-9224. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard, so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hello, this is Rick Tillis with Tillis Jewelry in Columbia and Lewisburg, Tennessee. What are you looking for in a jeweler? Knowledgeable staff? 
Experienced goldsmiths are true custom designers. Experienced working with clients creating that perfect gift for a special loved one. Well, you have found them. Tillis Jewelry. We're this and so much more. Check us out at TillisJewelry.com or on Facebook and Instagram to see our latest creations. Tillis Jewelry, Columbia and Lewisburg, Tennessee. Hi, this is Felicia Brown. At First Farmers, we believe home is where your family grows. If home ownership has always been your dream, our mortgage team can help you identify the financial tools needed to make your dream a reality. Ready to get started? Apply online at myfirstfarmers.com or call to speak with our team at 931-388-3145. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Are you new to Murray County? We want to welcome you and your family. We are a local residential garbage service, and we want to be your garbage man. We've been around for over 30 years, so we have a reputation. Check us out at garbagemaninc.com or call Mike at 931-540-0919. You could also ask your neighbor. 931-540-0919. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high-quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. In today's uncertain world, you can never be too careful about your family's financial future. That's why the Parker Group, a part of Baird's Private Wealth Management, is offering a free second opinion on your financial plans. Let us review your current plan, and we will identify any gaps and offer suggestions to improve it. Please call the Parker Group at 931-548-3737. That's 931-548-3737. Robert W. Baird and Company Incorporated does not offer tax or legal advice. Tomorrow morning, I know there'll be hell to pay. Hey, but that's all right. I ain't had a day off now in over a year. My Jamaican vacation's gonna start right here. Hit the phones for me, you can tell them I just sailed away. And pour me something tall and strong, make it a hurricane. Welcome back to the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour, and thank you, Mr. Alan Jackson. And I guarantee you, right now, it is 5 o'clock somewhere. Yes, it is. I hope you folks are sitting back and enjoying a beautiful, sunny, breezy afternoon right here in Middle Tennessee. It's going to get a little cooler uh, over the overnight, but right now it's pretty nice outside, and I hope you guys are relaxed and enjoying a beverage, ice-cold beverage, 
or hot beverage of your choice. 62 and sunny currently in downtown Columbia. Columbia. And this is That's January. That's why they call it Columbia. And this is January. What a beautiful day. And you guys are listening to WKOM 101.7 FM, broadcasting out of Columbia. And this is the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I'm Drake, along with Coach J.D. and Clayton, Clayton the Claw is with us also. And um, NCAA basketball is in full swing right now. I mean, we it's, it's got it going on. And um, as we were at the Vanderbilt-Alabama game Tuesday night, enjoying an Alabama victory over the doors. Uh, however, I did put a little coin on the – on the Commodores to cover the eight points, and they did not. So at least you hit the under. I did have the under one fifty five and a half, which they covered by long spread. But I want you know I don't want to pay juice, man. I want to win. I want to win both of them. You know what I mean? I hear you. But it's better than losing both. You had a shot at the end. I did. It, and, and when we thought, when it looked, we'll say four minutes to go, five minutes to go, yeah. it did. And then the doors kept scratching back and scratching back. And they actually got it to eight. And then they had to commit some fouls and take some take some mad desperation threes to try to get back in. And that, well, that will always kind of – normally backfire on you unless you hit the threes brennan miller 30 points 12 rebounds big nut yeah he looked great you know he looked terrific the kids from cane ridge high school uh, over in antioch tennessee and uh you know unfortunately we can't keep him there for three years i mean you know what the guy's most definitely gonna be a lottery pick right now though i would say who would be the better who would be any better to be the player of the year in college basketball I don't know. You know what Charles Barkley said? What did he say? He said Alabama's the best team in college basketball. He said as much as he hates to say it, former Auburn superstar uh, Charles Barkley said Alabama is the best team in college basketball. Bar none. I mean, you look at their wins on the road against Houston. They beat North Carolina. Gonzaga? Uh, uh, no, they no. lost to Gonzaga. Last year they beat Gonzaga. They no. did. No. They did. Um, their only two losses this year uh, were to Gonzaga and UConn, uh, two really good teams. But they beat yeah. two number one teams in Houston, North Carolina. They beat Michigan State. Uh, and they went on the road and beat a tough Arkansas team. Uh, they dominated LSU and uh, dominated Kentucky and, uh, you know, won by, what, 10 points the other night or 12 points against Vanderbilt. Yeah, 12. So – uh, yeah, Alabama's looking really good. Now, uh, Le- <clears throat> LeBron James' son, they call him Bronny, B-R-O-N-N-Y, Bronny James. Um, he's LeBron's eldest son. He's a senior at Sierra Canyon High School in California. He's a 6'2 guard, and he's the highest-rated point guard that's still undecided. He does, he is not decided. Most of them already made their choices at this point. Um, and but he's looking hard, and he's visited Ohio State. He's looking hard at Oregon because he already has a Nike shoe contract as a high school senior. Uh-huh. And you know, Phil Nike or what? Phil Knight. Yeah, yeah Knight was, uh, you know, the main man at Oregon. Absolutely. Um, did you know? In there, in the football um, film room, where they all go in and watch the football players go in and watch film of prior games or whatever, that there the seats there are 
covered with Ferrari leather, Ferrari Italian leather. Wow. They're They're not like, like, you know how you go into a, like a, like a stadium seat, uh, movie theater. Right. It's kind of like that. And the recliners and all that, but, and, but the recliners, the chairs are covered with Ferrari leather. That's crazy. That's wild. <laughs> that, that's, that is crazy. It's not cheap. That is crazy. I'd be like, you don't, you don't want to bring anything in here to drink. You always leave your drinks outside. You know, you spill something. Absolutely. My, you spill something on my Ferrari leather chairs and it's going to be hell to pay up in here. So, Absolutely. Um, or give you some idea. You can buy a car that has a cloth interior and carry it to Nashville, get it seats covered with leather, two bucket seats in the back seat, $3,500. That's that rich Corinthian leather. Really? So just figure how many, how much money that was spent to cover them seats in there. Yeah, because there's got to be, I would say, a hundred at least, probably a hundred, hundred chairs in there. Mm-hmm. So, um, or was just you said that was in Oregon. Uh, that's Oregon, University of Oregon. Yes. Okay. Um, Dayton, University of Dayton, or Dayton University, whatever which one it is. So their head coach is Anthony Grant. And does that ring a bell? Former Alabama, Alabama head coach. Yeah. Former Alabama head coach. Now. Um, Anthony Grant is concerned, uh, and has been, he and his players have been getting some threats, uh, in the, on their telephones, voicemails. Matter of fact, at a conference, at a press conference the other day, he played a voicemail, a profanity laden voicemail that he received from some local, I assume as local people there in Ohio, in regards to uh, him blowing some leads and not covering the spread. Mm. Golly. I swear to God it's true. Look it up. He said, uh, one voicemail said, you had the lead with two minutes to go, uh, well in hand. Uh, you still won the game, but but not by enough. Uh, people will go down. Heads will roll for what happened tonight. <laughs> is what is what the voicemail said that he played at the press conference. Wow! And uh, you know he's he's pretty much concerned that you know that if he gets voicemails, threatening voicemails like this, and players get threatening voicemails, how much the sports gambling there it is world is starting to seep into seep into college sports and it's just a matter of time before you know before it happens well it, that's going to be something that a politician is going to use to try to keep sports gambling from happening in their state yeah it, well, it's going to be a classic example of why it shouldn't be legal absolutely um now tonight uh january 19th top 25 schedule 23 Rutgers is at Michigan State. Number three, Purdue with that big, tall Edie kid, seven foot four Edie. Uh, Purdue, 17 and one, is at Minnesota. Uh, number 18, Charleston. I didn't realize College of Charleston had slid into 18. They're 19 and one. Wow. I'm going to have to, we're going to have to pick up and see what's going on with College of Charleston. Well, you know, Charleston was, went deep into the baseball playoffs, uh, college last four or five years. College of Charleston. Yeah. yeah they was good in baseball. Yeah. All right. Uh, is that where the bananas are? 
No, that's Savannah. 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 The Savannah Bananas. A little, a little further south down the coast. Yeah, yeah. So Charleston's 19-1, and one and they play Monmouth tonight, and Monmouth is 1-17. and 17. Well, There you go. <laughs> Barn burner. And uh, thus, uh, Charleston's a 22-point favorite. So uh, number 24, Florida Atlantic is 17-1. and one. Uh, They play uh, University of Texas San Antonio tonight. USC on the left coast. USC is at number 11, Arizona. Um, Loyola Marymount is at number six, Gonzaga. Uh, number five, UCLA is at Arizona State. So that's the lineups for tonight's top 25 in the uh, NCAA. And, you know, fellas, before we know it, the, the tournaments, the conference tournaments going to be here. And yeah. then – and then March, March Madness. And then March Madness. Uh, Birmingham's hosting are hosting a first round uh, tournament. Really? Site. They're a host, uh, first round tournament site. So yes. At the Jefferson Civic Center. I yeah. So. Is now is 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 Nashville still the SEC? It is for the, the SEC tournament. Yes. It's still the is site it, for the SEC. Is tournament. it for the boys and girls, or just the boys this year? I think it's just the men. Okay. Yeah, and that's a great site, and that's and people love coming in here. And boy, you get a lot of Kentucky fans down there. You know, I mean, well, that's a great thing if they're if they're not very good or get knocked out early. Tickets are cheap, right? Because they'll just sell their books for. Well, unless Kentucky picks, of course they they had a big win over the Vols this past Saturday. Followed up with the win at uh, Mississippi State. At Mississippi State, so and I'm not to say not to say Kentucky's out of it, but the way they were playing up until last Saturday. You know, a lot of people are beginning to question Calipari and and where that program was going. They don't play with that Kentucky confidence that says, you know, we're elite, we're better than you. They know that they can be beaten, and it shows with the way they play. Yeah, absolutely. They're wearing their vulnerability on their sleeve. Absolutely. And, you know, and and like I told you, I I said the woman that um, was at the South Carolina game, uh, she was holding up the sign, Calipari, go on and go to Texas. And they uh, told her to put the sign down or leave. She refused to put the sign down. So the Kentucky security at Rupp Arena God. escorted her butt straight up out of that out of that out of that gymnasium. That's unbelievable. Now you know where's the where's the First Amendment? I where's agree. where's the freedom of speech? Exactly. You know, because we witnessed the 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 brawl beat in Alabama against Kentucky this year, biggest win ever against Kentucky. Let's go. Okay. Our hour is up. It has flown by. Thank you for being with us. I am Drake with Coach JD and Clayton the Claw. It is uh, Thursday afternoon, and this is the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. Uh, we will be back tomorrow and talk about the game, Murray Public Schools Game of the Week, and all that fun stuff. And then at Santa Fe, and preview some more of the divisional NFL lineups for Saturday and Sunday and have you some eight ball picks for that. Thank you for listening and we'll holler at you tomorrow.